0: I think the empathy piece is really strong here. Everybody is worried they've got their own families to take care of. they've got mortgages and rent to pay. I think the thing that needs to come through and is coming through is is humanity and, and just being you know a genuine person, and I believe that how we behave during these challenging times will will be remembered, and I think you will see a number of leaders who maybe are being more introverted or very humble in their leadership approach really coming to the fore, demonstrating great values, great care and doing everything that they can to take care of their employees. Welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hey guys, Gavin here, episode 95 of the Business Mastermind podcast. Welcome. I hope you guys are all holding up physically and mentally during um, COVID-19 times and the uh, roller coaster that it's unfolding for us. Now, I know that um, if you've been listening to this podcast, you will not have missed the mini-series that I put together called Keep Your Boat Afloat, Business Survival Guide for COVID-19 Times. What you may also not have realized though is that um, there's a PDF that goes along with it, a business survival guide PDF. So go to bit.ly forward slash keep your boat afloat, all lowercase, keep your boat afloat, bit.ly forward slash keep your boat afloat, and you'll be able to get this eight stage guide around the things that you can do. I then jumped onto a podcast that you're going to hear now, where I was interviewed by Lee Horton of the business problem solved podcast and lee interviews me around a couple of the points out of this
1: eight part guide enjoy hey it's lee welcome to business problem solved today i have the great pleasure of chatting with gavin preston how are you gavin i'm great thank you lee thank you very much for having me on the show no, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. So, for those people that don't know who Gavin Preston is, who is it? <laughs> so, I'm a business strategist
0: and uh, growth expert, uh, a podcaster like yourself, a fellow podcaster with the Business Mastermind podcast. And I help um, businesses uh, to grow and scale, or I'm helping them when they've got a problem or a challenge. To help them sort that problem out, turn it around. So, um, we're obviously now very much focused on the world
1: of helping businesses survive and get through. Oh, perfect. So, just give us a little bit of a, a bit about your background and and why why are you the right person to help people grow and scale. Great. So I started off my career just very quickly um, qualifying as a chartered accountant
0: with KPMG. It was a really strong business grounding. Um, I very quickly moved into working in BAE systems as a sort of management consultant and then led me down the path ultimately of uh, learning a lot about behavioral change and coaching and leadership and training with um, the co-founder of NLP, Richard Bandler, Paul McKenna, Michael Breen, and really get into the the depths and and get into grips with the art, the craft, the science of creating behavioural change in the world of business and performance improvement in the world of business. That led me to about 10 years of coaching in corporates in the city and all over the UK and internationally. Uh, and I developed over that time period uh, a real fascination in other subject areas like strategy and marketing and wanting to be able to serve small businesses more, being a business between, say, 500,000 and uh, turnover and 10 million. So I then had an opportunity, did two years worth of a speaking tour with HSBC. 84 dates over two years in an event called Strategies for Growth. And that generated a lot of, uh, delivered a lot of value and generated opportunity for me to work with organizations to help them to scale and grow and in many cases double their business.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. So you've, you mentioned uh, survive, scale and grow. And we're, we're in a really quite a a challenging period. I think it's safe to say at the minute I'm I'm sat uh, locked away in my house, and, uh, and and you look like you're sat locked away in your house as well. That's um, right. Yeah. So there'll be there was a number of businesses that that may be struggling to to grow and scale, but actually first and foremost, to trying to survive. Um, so what? What would you say to, to those businesses? So, the, what I've written has written a, um, a PDF
0: called "Keep Your Boat afloat: A Business Survival Guide for COVID nineteen Times." And there's there's eight points that I've I've drawn out in that in, in that sort of free PDF that that I think is really important. You know, there's the most important thing is you've to get to doing what you need to do to get the business out the other side, so that it's ready to take advantage of opportunities of growth and um you know a resurgence of uh, the economy. So depending on you know, how long we're in this and for how deep it goes on, the main, the main focus now is to be able to survive to get out the the side. So uh, the eight steps, just overview with them. You know, first, number one is that to look after your employees. The second is cash strategies. The third is ascertain supply, your supply chain. Fourth is talk to your customers. The fifth is pivot and adapt six is check your marketing, seven is about community, and eight is about mindset. So there's eight areas there that I'm recommending businesses really put some attention and focus on to help them get through this.
1: Perfect. So I've got a few questions now. So how the, the, um, the businesses that, that you're working with, do you not find that at this point in time, they are kind of, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs that they're they're kind of right at the very bottom, and they're just trying to to find those those basic hygiene factors. Have they got enough computers for people to work at home? Have they got enough um, things so that they're in they're in crisis mode? How do you get somebody to, to to transition through that crisis mode to then allow them to to navigate through those eight steps?
0: Uh, that's a really really good point, and, and I think very validly that you draw um, a likeness to. Uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, at the moment, you're right, there's a lot of businesses and business owners in that space. And they, so so the first thing I'll be doing with them is helping them think through the planning. You know, sometimes when you're in amongst it and then you're in the fight or flight or a rabbit in the headlight freeze, it's hard for you to think rationally. So, um, certainly for the last two weeks, with my clients, I've been on the phone, I've been on WhatsApp, I've been on Zoom calls, helping them think through. These are things that they need to do and be paying attention to in their business. And I think once we've got them uh, having sorted out those basics, like laptops, for example, how they are going to do, how, how can they trade, how are they going to trade, getting the, um, the the financial support in place, speaking to the banks, etc., speaking to the customers, speaking to the suppliers. Well, this week, my sense is that we're going to start to be talking about okay. Um, yes this could go on for longer than they may have realized but what are, how are you going to use this opportunity it's like a period of hibernation so how are they going to use this opportunity so you come out the other side know, leaner better more flexible and with a product or an offering that's relevant to the market and how the market would have changed
1: yeah okay and then your, your first thing is uh, look after the employees how, how do you encourage people to do that so i think back to my earlier point is we want to um
0: you want, you want to be able to come out the other side and, and have a business you one of the things that also gives me experience of having um, worked within the business going through a really challenging crisis was I worked within uh, as part of the board part of the team to scale and grow um, uh, a business which we took from eleven and a half million to nineteen million in eighteen months. Things were going great and then one of our biggest customer um, went bust on us and uh, owing us 1.9 million pounds, which took us out. And I lived through that whole cycle of rise and demise of that business. And my role meant I was at center stage dealing with the crisis, dealing with the suppliers, the creditors, etc. So, and, and uh, employees and other stakeholder groups like finance, financiers, et cetera. And one thing that was a real lesson for me was if you cut too deep, um and too too soon you won't have a business out the other side and what we've got to get the balance right is yes you've got to keep your boat afloat the business needs to be still floating but what do you uh, on the other side of this but what do you want to do to make but you've got to balance that out with um you know cash flow requirements so yes there's the, obviously the, the the government schemes whether it's the furlough scheme that which the government hope to have in place by the end of april let's hope they do. So employers, you know, they're going to make payroll at the end of March this week, and they've got to make payroll at the end of April. Hopefully they'll have the money um, back from the government by the time they have to make payroll in April. So the furlough scheme is one of them. And a number of my clients are actually starting to look at that and seeing uh, how many of their staff they need to keep on as a core to get them through, and then how many of their staff that they need to be able to furlough. But I think the empathy piece is really strong here. Everybody is worried. They've got their own uh, families to take care of. They've got mortgages and rent to pay. Um, you, I think the thing that needs to come through and, and is coming through is, is humanity and, and just being um, you know, a genuine person. And I believe that how we behave during these challenging times will, will, will be remembered. And um, I think you will see a number of leaders who maybe are being more introverted or, or, or very humble in their leadership approach, really coming to the fore, demonstrating
1: great values, great care, and doing everything that they can to take care of their employees. So one of your, one of your eight things is around pivot. Um, do you think businesses or some businesses are seeing it as an opportunity, um, or do you think it is just about survival? I think it's both. I think some businesses, you know, the model that's really, very relevant here,
0: Is the grief curve or the change curve, Uh, Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross? You know, that process that we go to when we're grieving, we go through, um, you know, sort of denial and then anger, stroke, blame. Um, Then we can slip down into depression. And out the other side, you've got acceptance and then hope. And you see different people on that curve at the moment, you know, the the grieving, the loss of the future that they had planned for. You know, we are, of course, in rapidly changing and uncertain. Times, so um, some people have already gone through that um, that change curve and have accepted it and are hopeful, looking for opportunities. It also depends on the nature of their business. Uh, smaller service-based organizations that can be- deliver a service or a product virtually—it's uh, easier for them to pivot than you might say a traditional manufacturing organization. But um, one others, however, are still in that that blame or even. Further back up the curve in denial, so um, the main approach for me really is to be able to hold their hand and be empathetic to take to to explain that journey that they're going to go on that emotional journey, and then once they've got through the acceptance to the point of accepting, right, okay, this is here for to, to stay, <laughs> this is here for quite a while, yeah. right. Now let's look for new opportunities. Where where are the opportunities? So, for example. I have a client in the audio visual space and the event space and that's had a massive impact on their business, significant impact on the business, but there will come a time if when the lockdown has been eased, but we're still having social distancing where you may say some of their conferences required to be streamed. Um, so there's going to be a demand for some of their equipment and expertise. I would expect in terms of streaming con- conferences, so there can be virtual meetups, et cetera. So, um, Opportunities will come out from this, and I think the soon as we can uh, get out of that fight or flight, we've, one of my main things I've been encouraging people to do is do you cash flow forecast, you know, part of the cash strategies piece? Do you cash flow forecast with a time frame to at least September? Work out what you need in order to be able to just get through. Once you know that you've got that covered, whether it's through the coronavirus business interruption loan scheme whether it's through other funding you take on from your from an overdraft of a loan or other sources of finance or even investment or loans uh, privately into into your business once you know you've got the overhead covered up until say september then you can, can get out of flight or flight or freeze so that your brain then can access the cerebral cortex. And you can start to think and to plan and look for opportunities and opportunities will be around. Some will be easier for, you know, some businesses will find it easier than others to pivot, but now's the time to start to look for, right. What's the good that can come from this? How can I streamline my business and how can I innovate in terms of my offering to the market?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to, um, so you've given a a few, um, options for people to consider, uh, how they could pivot and look for opportunities, and I think you're, you're dead right in in going. To pe- everybody's at different stages um, uh, along that Kubler-Ross um, that curve. So I, I've um, I've got a course, and in the course I, I oversimplify the Kubler-Ross um, curve, and I, I call it the se- the self model. So it's shock, emotion, great, learning, and then forward moving. And I think there's a lot of people in in shock, totally. Um, a lot, and then I think we we're, we're about to start to see a lot of emotion coming from. Um, yeah. Coming from people at this point in time where it is going to be frustration and anger, and I don't know if you've seen some of the videos from, from other parts of the world where there's definitely a lot of emotion that people are feeling after they've been locked inside. And when, you, when you're when you in that emotive state, it's to, to see that you can actually get through it, I think is really, really quite difficult. So if you could give any advice to somebody that's, that's feeling like this is the end of my business, I'm uh, really down, and how can they see... That they're actually they can get through it because you mentioned looking after their employees and, and forecasting for the cash. Um, what what practical thing could they do today to to give them hope? Is is there anything anything you can ad, advise there? Well, I think that the the biggest uh, most
0: important practical thing you can do is is to to do whatever you can to uh, ensure that the cash you've got enough cash flow to cover the overheads going out. So there's three elements. First of all, do your cash flow forecast—a weekly or even daily forecast—that takes you through to the end of the year, showing your cash in versus your cash out, and where how you're operating within any overdraft limit that you might have. Um, And if your revenues were to really dry up, um, what extra borrowing would you need to, uh, to, or investment would you need to be able to get through? Look down your cost base. What can you trim back on? What can you um, cut back on? So, for example. One of my clients has been going down through the sort of expenses, and they go, well, none of them are in their office, so they, so the service that comes and empties the big massive wheelie bin outside of their premises. We don't need that at the moment. And it's, just, it's a little example, but if you just go down and looking at your cost base to be able to see where can we cut back, talk to landlords about rental holidays, um, talk to banks about mortgage payment holidays, or going to interest only on, on, on mortgage, um, then talk to customers, and um, everybody's going to be wanting to preserve their own cash. But obviously, a a, a conversation with your customers around, come on, what can you pay us? Could you pay us some now, some next month, some the month after? And you agree a little bit of a payment plan with them so that you have got some cash flowing in. And then, you know, equal and opposite with your own supply base and being able to agree payment plans to your supply base. So you have some cash flowing throughout all of that. Um, so that's a really practical step that many will have already taken. Um, speak to your bank. If you are not finding that you're getting through on any central telephone, um, you know, um, business cent- business uh, telephone banking service, then try via your local branch and the business department of the local branch because Personally, that worked effectively for me. And uh, so, if you haven't got your own relationship manager, there's always another way of sort of tapping in and accessing that. Get the cash sorted. Look after when you know. Keep in touch with your employees. Speak to your customers. Find out what they need, what they're struggling with, where their heads at, how their needs are changing. I think we. Can do at the moment is be isolated on our own and you know, part of looking after employees and um, yeah, let's let's use Zoom. Let's get on our let's get on Zoom on a regular basis to keep the team engaged, give them focus, rally the troops, but also speak to your customers and suppliers and other stakeholders. How could you collaborate? How could you even collaborate with competitors in order to be able to deliver a service to the end marketplace? So I think movement rather than wallowing in it. You know the bottom of that sort of. Um, Kumbelos curve, um, and they're wallowing in. It's, it's dangerous, you know. It's, okay, it is what it is. Now let's move forward and start to focus on short actions. Sorry, simple st- actions and steps you can take each and every day to be able to give you a sense of um, progress and 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 maybe control coming back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, re- I really like that. I think it is key to take um, to take small steps. And one thing that you've um, you said really resonated with me there as well because. The- what what we're trying to do as a as a business is support people in in moving from a um, a physical world into a into a virtual and an online world so they can support their um, so they can support their teams and we've got we've got four C's that we're helping people with so it's it's connecting conversing um, collaborating and then celebrating Great. and and you've you've used a whole host of those words in 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 what. And what you've articulated there and i think the collaboration is is key there's nothing more um there's nothing more isolating than having to work on something as, as an individual together when ordinarily you would have looked over the desk and maybe solved the problem with somebody um so i think it is for for yourselves as as, as business leaders and, and change people it's it's about what collaborations can can you um can, can you do i saw in the um in the news of the weekend, I think it's uh, Morrison's and DPD uh, working together to offer more um, more sales slots uh, for for food deliveries and, th- and things like that. So I think there's a whole host of different opportunities that opening up for people. Um, but it definitely means needs um, people to to stay connected. And also, and also collaborate. So, this- I think you're going to get a growing sense of community. That was
0: the you know, point seven in the in,
1: in the eight points
0: are put together in this guide. That there will be a, a growing sense of community, and I also think we we need to um, foster that. We need to be yeah. connecting people together in our networks, seeing what we can do to support each other. I think now, um, over and above the, the basic essentials to stay afloat, now is about what can you do to help you know humanity is showing its best coming forward i think now is the time not necessarily to sell 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 now is the time to to give 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 what can you do now to help others out of the immediate need of survival so that in the future then everybody can grow and collaborate and benefit together perfect Hey Gavin here, thank you for taking the time to listen to this mini-series within the Business Mastermind podcast entitled Keep Your Boat Afloat, Business Survival Guide in COVID-19 Times. If you're getting value from this, please do share it across your social media networks and to your business colleagues and an acquaintance because I've gone out and got a number of guests lined up that will really help such as the MD of the British Business Bank, a business disaster planning specialist, people around marketing and around mindset at this crucial time, including an Olympic athlete. So there's some really fantastic and really high caliber content coming your way, designed to help and support you through these challenging times. I've also put together a PDF entitled the same, Keep Your Boat Afloat, a business survival guide during COVID-19 times. You can get that free at bit.ly, Keep Your Boat Afloat. So you go to this link, bit, or this URL, sorry, bit.ly forward slash Keep Your Boat Afloat, all lowercase, all one word, bit.ly forward slash Keep Your Boat Afloat. I cover eight areas around employees, cash strategies, the supply to your business, suppliers, your customers, pivot and adapt your marketing your mindset and your community you'll get a lot of value from that as well in support of in addition to what you'll find listening to this mini-series keep your boat afloat so that url again bit.ly forward slash
1: keep your boat afloat and most of all take care and look after those closest to you is there anything, and, and this is really early to ask this question, but is there anything that people could do to prevent them finding themselves in this situation if there is any, anything like this again, well, in, in terms of having to work from home or in terms of suddenly running yeah. out of cash? Yeah, or- so so I guess um, I guess and some organisations could have foreseen this situation, but maybe didn't foresee it. Um, some yeah, could- organisations could have had a plan in place for. Something um, like this, maybe similar. So it's
0: interesting actually. I was uh, actually only in January, I was facilitating uh, um, a senior management team of a, of a corporate, a lessons learned thing from a, um, a crisis that they went through last year. And we spent quite a lot of time discussing their disaster planning, the contingency planning uh, capabilities and abilities. And um, they, so larger organizations, have in place disaster recovery plans. I, I think what nobody's ever, see, ever experienced is such a widespread impact across the whole of the economy and globally. So I think you know people will, will look up back in business school case studies in the future and go, okay, how would you solve this one? Um, but there are some basics back to your your question, Lee, that you know, people and some many business owners have been um, doing this, by the way, over the last two or three years, have been building up cash reserves. Um, D. Jim Collins, in his book uh, "Built to Last," he talks. He talks about oxygen reserves. Um, that the teams that were most successful of you know a return trip up Everest were the ones that left extra oxygen tanks at strategic points on the way up. So if they got caught by the out by the weather, they could hunker down with the oxygen and wait for the worst of the weather to pass before continuing their descent. And he uses the analogy in your business is that actually the oxygen for your business is the cash. The oxygen tanks is your cash reserves, and I know that there have been a number of, you know, canny uh, switched-on businesses, business owners, and leaders that have actually been building a cash reserve to be able to help weather the storm. Um, so the advice would be going forward when you, whilst you might put some money aside each each invoice that comes in to pay your VAT or to you know save up for the corporation tax, whatever it may be, is that there should be a proportion of money that gets put aside on a regular basis that builds that fund, that survival fund, or. Yeah or it could be war pressed for acquisition because there could be some really good deals to be had. Got you.
1: Got you. Okay, no, perfect. So keep your boat afloat. Where can people get hold of these these eight steps? Yeah, so there's a a free
0: downloadable PDF. If you go to bit.ly forward slash keep your boat afloat. So that's bit.ly forward slash keep your boat
1: afloat. So just on that, um, is that all lowercase? Because I've fallen foul of uh, bit.ly before. Um, yeah, it's all
0: lowercase. Yeah, thanks, Lee, for pointing that out. Yes, it's all lowercase.
1: All right, okay, perfect. So, and what, what will people find when they go there? So the, uh, the landing page,
0: uh, a little bit more about, um, about the guide and what you'll get from it, who's it for, that sort of thing. And um, then you'll be able to just click the button to, to download the PDF. It was it for so it's for business owners that uh, uh, who are turning over between half a million and ten million in terms of size of business, and also for the senior managers of businesses a bit larger than that, and um, leadership teams. In addition to that, I've done a mini series with with my podcast called podcast is called the business mastermind podcast and there's a keep your boat afloat sort of mini series that sits within that and there's seven episodes that are in the middle of rolling out now where i'm talking to um bankers i'm talking to mindset experts and disaster recovery disaster crisis management experts and olympic athletes olympic champion so all about resilience what we need to do to shift our thinking around this oh and, and the key one is around marketing I think that goes out to, it's gone out today
1: is around how your marketing messages need to change during these times all right, perfect, perfect. And what are you hoping that somebody can do? So if they if they um, go through the, the whole of your podcast and your lessons and the, and they these uh, these steps and the keep the boat, uh, keep your boat afloat, what are you hoping that that provides them at the end of it? Where will they be at the end? <laughs>
0: The opportunity to participate in any growth and any resurgence that happens out the other side. You know, the, um, I love sailing as a hobby since I was a kid. I um, sailed across the Atlantic a number of years ago. And the analogy here is that we were, I remember when we were sailing across the Atlantic that we had the forecast that a storm was coming our way. And there were a number of things that we did to prepare the boat, kind of batten down the hatches, prepare everything on board the boat, to prepare the crew, to prepare food, etc. But also in our navigation and the route that we took to avoid the worst of the storm. So we did quite a big detour to avoid the worst of the storm. And, um, but out the other side of that was, you know, beautiful sailing with fresh sunshine and, and, and a fresh breeze pointing us in the right direction towards St. Lucia and the Caribbean. Um, the analogy for me with this is that we're in a storm now, but we want to make sure that our vessel, our boat, gets through to the other side with the crew all safe. And um, then we're in a position so that we can participate in the growth out the other side. Now, I know you spoke to recently on the podcast Daniel Priestley, and he, he cites that you know the demographics look really good out the other side where you've got, um, you know, the baby boomer generation that are retired and want to spend the money whilst they can. And you've got millennials who are in their peak earning times who really will want to kind of put their foot to the floor in terms of the, uh, accelerating their earnings and, and then the career. So the, the market demographics, according to Daniel and other observers, are looking really positive out the other side. But to be able to participate in that, you've still got to be floating.
1: Yeah, completely, completely. So even though we are in a storm, it is um, at the end of this storm. I. I can I can see opportunity for for a whole host of different people. So it's just about exactly as you, as you articulate keeping keeping your boat afloat, isn't it? Absolutely. So how long how long realistically do you think? Um, and this is a really unfair question. That people need to will, will people be in the uh, the kind of the storm phase of it the the bit where they're in there, and I know it's different for everybody. Um, so the the pit of the uh, of the change curve the the bit when they're feeling as as uh, it's at its worst. Um, is there is there any time frame that you can put on that, or is it just a is it situation? I,
0: I think there's two distinct points here. The storm in terms of the economy and that's been imposed by the lockdown and the social distancing. I, I think I can really expect that we'll get to the end of the first three weeks, and there's probably going to be at least another three weeks. I can't really see business. Really starting to get back to normal until the autumn, until the kids go back to school in September. Um, but the challenge with that is we could have a second wave with the virus by then. So um, I, I think I, we've got a tough year, and there's there's no doubt about uh, no doubt about that. And it's changing by the week, isn't it? The thing about the emotional journey and the roller coaster and the pit of that kind of change curve is um, there is an important grieving process that we go through, and it's a natural human emotion. And I think once we've got through that, and you know, you reach out to people like like Lee and myself to be able to help, you, and, and, and other business coaches to be able to help you through that. But once once you've got to the point where you're accepting, yes, it's here. There's no point in me throwing my own pity party anymore. I need to do something about this. Um, then then you can start to look for opportunities. I think one of the great things about people that have their own businesses, is they're resilient, they're creative, they're flexible. They've got that desire to find a solution to a problem. And what this is doing, and particularly for um, self-employed, uh, well, sorry, for the business owners running through their own limited company, where there may not be any support from the government, is this is the perfect example that you have to take personal responsibility for the circumstance and do something great or do something to get yourself out of it. And I think this could be defining for many people in their careers. And I think something that they, they out of necessity, you know, being the mother of all invention, could come up with something really, really special for their business uh, over the, that will see them really in good stead over the next 10 years.
1: Yeah, completely. This is only temporary, and, and you articulate right at the very start as well. Um, you primarily help people grow and scale their Absolutely. businesses. So, because this is temporary, what tips and advice can you offer? Do you offer people to to grow and scale their business? So I have a, a six-part model I call the strategy compass.
0: Again, a nautical or, or, or uh, sailing type analogy. But there's six things I work on um, to help people to grow and scale. In actual fact, um, my book coming out uh, soon is the survive, it's called Survive and Thrive. And part one is very apt to where we are now. Um, but part two, the thrive, is based on, on the six steps being you know, having a wire purpose for your business mindset being the second step. The third one being be clear about your outcome, where you're heading. Um, the next step um, is is strategy. It's the how are you going to get there? Then it's building capability and capacity in your business, and then
1: finally it's action and accountability. Perfect. So, wait, when did you say that book's out? It's looking September. Oh, fantastic! So, as as we come to the end of this storm, that book will come out and then help. It's it's like you've planned this. <laughs> yes, well, that has been said before. Um, yeah. That's another story. But uh, no, I haven't. But uh, <laughs> so. yes, it, it does look like that. Good. So, so what's next for Gavin Preston?
0: So, the podcast is growing, which I'm um, which I'm delighted. Uh, obviously, there's the book launch, which is um, which is something that's uh, very exciting, and so working on that. And then the other thing that I'm really focusing on is that there's going to be a period of when everybody knows that the lockdown's released and they want to get ready for what next in their business. They're going to need a um, sort of a reboot. So I'm going to be putting on a a reboot camp to get people sort of focused on where next, what can they do to kind of um, sort of tidy up after the storm and then focus on growth and uh, making sure that their business and its offerings are still relevant to the market.
1: Fantastic. Um, I normally ask people, uh, this podcast is called Business Problem Solved, what do you think the number one business problem is that needs solving? But I want to just flip that a little bit. Out of your steps... Which one of those eight steps do people have the biggest trouble with? Um, in terms of
0: well, – wait, I think I think now what most will, might have the biggest trouble with is, is the pivot and adapt because they've been doing something, having a, an offering to the marketplace for the same way for so long that's grown incrementally, it's evolved, and they might have to reinvent their business. But I think primarily the first place to start is cash.
1: Yeah, got you, got you. What's the worst advice you've ever been giving, Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> um, the worst advice is um, just take everything online,
0: just immediately, because I don't think everybody's set up to do that. It's becoming a very noisy space, and there's everybody scrabbling for airtime in that now. And if you were already established and seen as a leader and you have a talent for delivering a service online, then great. Um, but if you're rushing to, to, to bring out your latest training program online, then that might not be your area of brilliance. Um, but what you can do, of course, is to change the communication using tools like Zoom and et cetera, to be able to to, to still communicate and and um, and build that community with all your stakeholders.
1: Yeah, I love I love that because I've been um I've been trying to get my first online course out for now for about four months, three four months, and. Um, I was talking to the guy that's uploading it to the uh, to, to the website, uh, ready for the for the sales launch of it, and it's going to be it's going to be available next week or the week after. So it now looks like I am now trying to sell online like everybody else, but it was all it was already in the in the pipeline. Um, but you're right, it is a really crowded space. The online sales and and delivery of material. When you say change the change your delivery style, is that just by um, using? Teleconferences or um, like Zoom and stuff, or is, is there any other tips and advice you've got for people?
0: Yeah, I think uh, reaching out, whether it's whether it's Zoom, whether it's um, FaceTime, you know, it, it or just the phone, is it, it's it's keep the communication going. You know, one of the lessons learned, I made reference earlier on to a lessons learned ex- uh, exercise I facilitated earlier in the year, and um, one of the insights was the senior leadership, the board were so involved from you know r- early in the morning till very very late at night dealing with this constant barrage of stuff that they had to deal with that they weren't visible enough for their teams and um, that that was more massive key learning because the the teams on the ground uh, sort of on the coalface so to speak felt that there was no visibility of leadership and I think at this stage use Zoom use Uh, video conferencing technology to be able to be visible literally, but also to still keep talking and engaging with your customers. You know, I I spoke to one guy interestingly on my podcast a while ago where he ran a big virtual assistant business and this virtual assistant team is their huddle on on a Monday morning, their team meeting on a Monday morning, virtually, they all shared a picture of what they, got, what they did with their families over the weekend. And it was just a great way of building a sense of community and a sense of bond and, and a sense of belonging.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that because I, I think people are finding more creative ways to share um, different things about themselves. Um, yes, yeah, so no, good, because because so one, I was um, having a conversation with a client last week and trying to offer them how they can try to motivate and and have fun in a in an environment where everybody sat at home, and we were we were brainstorming a whole host of things in like if they they have a dress down day on a Friday, so we we said well why don't you have a dress up day on a Friday now and people can share pictures? Great, I love that. Why don't you have um a, a call with your pet? And so people are now bringing the dogs into the to the calls and stuff and and, and introducing that. So. It, People, I think, are going Amazing. to be a, a lot closer at the end of this, although they're a lot further away currently. I uh, completely agree.
0: You know, interestingly, sometimes they do as a bit of an icebreaker exercise with corporate groups is um, bring an article, an object in that says a bit about who you are outside of work. Because often people are very just business at work and they don't, they don't understand or know about somebody's hobby or interest or pastime or sport. And... Um, What's, what you're now actually going to be seeing is that sort of pulling back that sort of corporate cloak and, uh, of how people show up or feel they need to be seen at work into who they really are will show through when you've got the kids running in or you've got the, you know, the cat walking across in front of the, uh, the, the webcam or whatever. But uh, I, I think it will bring us closer, and I think we've got a huge uh, – you know, don't underestimate the power of survival in nature. And we've, this is being invoked in all of us now is that as human beings, we're innately wired to survive and then yeah. to thrive. So we're going to be evoking that. And I think one thing that will really shine out at the moment is people that are being authentic and being and being uh, leading with empathy and care and wanting to care and look out for others around them. Um, as I said before, it'll increase the level of you know humanity that we see out there. And I think we've just got to be focused on behaving in line with our values and what's important, doing the right thing so that we can, we can lead not only our team, but we can lead our marketplace so that we all want to carry on collaborating out
1: the other side. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. No good stuff. And uh, if people wanted to know more about Gavin Preston, find a little bit more about your contact. you. How would they do that? Yeah, well, First of all, a uh, reminder of the, uh,
0: the URL for that PDF. So it's Keep Your Boat Afloat, the business survival guide for COVID-19 times. And it's bit.ly forward slash Keep Your Boat Afloat, all lowercase. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Gavin Preston. Facebook, Gavin Preston Growth Strategies. Or simply um, go to go to my website, gavinpreston.com. Also check out the podcast, the Business Mastermind podcast.
1: Amazing. No, thank you very much for your time um, this morning, Gavin. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you um is there anything any anything you want to say just before we uh before we end the call yeah look after your family
0: look after those that are closest to you i don't know about you lee but um things can get a little challenging at home you know you got and you got may have children young children at home that you've now got to balance schooling they're pent up inside at the house um they can't see their friends um you're trying to save your business or work out how all this is going to pan out you've got concerns about cash flow for your family and for your business uh, it would be normal for tempest to get a little bit short and uh, understandable i think the most important thing is that not only do you want your business to still be floating out the other side of this but you want you want your relationship and your fam with your family and your children to be stronger as a result of this shared experience and I think we're all going to have to be more flexible in the way that we structure our working day and so one of the things that we I found last week that's suddenly most transformational it's not rocket science but I just take the boys out um, on the bikes for an hour and they run off some steam gives my wife a bit of a break and then I did, you know, the time I'd done that, I, I did some work over the weekend instead. So just being prepared to be flexible and be kind and um, supportive of those around us.
1: Yeah, amazing. Could not agree more. Could not. I think this is going to be challenging on a whole host of different fronts. So um, yeah, com- complete, completely agree. Anything that people can do. So I, th- I spoke early on about the, the four C's that I mentioned and what the the connect, um, converse, collaborate, and uh, and celebrate. And what I've tried to do is is use those for in in the house as well now is is make sure that we all eat together at the same time because it's easy now the boy can be on the the Xbox the girl can be playing with her dolls and yeah. you know, we're just so we try to connect at least or agree to connect at a particular once a day at a minimum and uh, it's far more than that when we when we're in the house all day together and then but actually sure. converse about the the key things as well so we have like a bit of a focus on what we talk about at times. And then, but also collaborate on some of the things that might have been annoying us as well. So I spent the weekend tidying out the garage because that's been a, a bane of, uh, of somebody in the house's life. So we we, we all worked on that <laughs> that together um, over, over the weekend and then we, we, we celebrated as well. So i make time to just have a little drink and, and stuff. So, but I think, yeah, it's a real challenging time. Um, so but- yeah,
0: we're, it, it is, we're, all, we're, we're already planning um, a little camping expedition in the back garden and okay, oh, not everybody's fortunate enough to be able to do that, but to have that space, but we're just thinking, what can we do to make some fun? And and so it's something for the kids to look forward to and create a bit of an adventure, even though you, you're hugely restricted in your
1: movements. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I might I might borrow that one from you actually. that's no, good. That's good. Rightio. Um, but seriously, though, thanks very much again for your time, Gavin, this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you. Just what's that URL for keep your boat afloat again? Yeah, it's
0: bit.ly forward slash keep your boat afloat or lowercase.
1: Amazing. Thanks very much, Gavin. You stay safe and, uh, and look after the family.
0: And you too, Luke. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much for that, Mr. Preston. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast.
0: Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success, and create more impact.